Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Peace and blessings be upon all of you guys out there. We are here for another Muslim Vibe podcast at the slightly different time and date of Wednesday now at 10 past 8. Um, we're talking Muslim dating today, guys. And for that, I'm joined by two comedians. Don't ask me why we've chosen comedians for Muslim dating, but we have. So, um, so yeah, so I'm here with none other than Omar Hamdi and Bilal Zafa. Um, thank you very much for joining us, boys. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. it's a pleasure. Um, now, like we were saying before, uh, I hope we're all right with the mic and everything. And uh, yeah, we know that you've got a very, very loud laugh. Um, Omar, just slightly. No one's ever said this to me Just slightly, just no, slightly. No. So we have to apologize to viewers if it does, you know, decide to. <laughs> Uh, you know, <laughs> destroy your speaker systems and yeah. You can't uh, start by apologizing <laughs> to the viewers. <laughs> like, like, sorry if we destroy your speakers. This is not how this is not how things are meant to begin. <laughs> so how should we begin? How should we begin? We um we should begin but you're the presenter. Uh, what, by uh, talking about this really serious this topic really serious, of, of Muslim dating. Is Muslim dating serious? Do you do you well, think people take it too serious? People take it too seriously. Yeah, I think I think that's the main problem. Mm. I yeah. think uh my parents run a little mosque in East London. And yeah, they run mom, a mosque. Yeah, I didn't you know, know this. No, you my... said that they like helped out in the mosque. Oh no, no, they, they make them sound like they're the directors of the mosque. Right? Oh, they do everything. They decide whose prayers are accepted and stuff like they're in charge. <laughs> that is not. <laughs> Isn't that how mosques work? Isn't that? <laughs> That's not a position in, in mosque. Okay. So your parents run the mosque. Your parents <laughs> run a mosque, right? They 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 run a little mosque. My mum does stuff, matchmaking stuff for people, and she right. was telling me recently. She... Yeah, sometimes. I didn't know that. Yeah, and Should people are very picky, apparently. Mm. Um, In terms of uh, who they everything. wish. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Everything, just everything. So you have. She was telling me recently. She had a lady on behalf of her son yeah. was asking for for a, a woman for him to marry. Who was? She had to be like very a certain size, set very skinny. Right. Um, sometimes people are picky about skin tone, which is a real shame, you know. Yeah, no, that's that's that. that. Yeah, I think that that one's a big one. With Asians, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, brown people well, across the board, man. It's across the board. I think brown people are the most racist people. Is in the world. it an Arab thing? No, it's a brown person thing. Wherever there are brown people, no, no, there are brown people I'm wishing they were less brown. <laughs> it must be something. That's about, it's true, isn't it? There's nothing about skin tone with Arabs. Of course, there is. Arabs are the most racist people in the world. By the way, I'm not really Arab. Egyptians aren't Arab. Well, then you can't say that. What? I can't say what? the most racist people in the world. It was okay. No, I mean, okay, no, okay, okay. I'm sorry, but I can call out racism amongst another group. That's my obligation as a social justice person. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> So possibly, possibly, but I mean, more to the point then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like what we're saying is that so everyone's racist. Uh, we've established that. No, um, I said I said brown people. Oh, brown, most brown people, people, just brown people. Yeah, white, people most, yeah. white people. White people. I think historically, white people have never attacked another race. I didn't know you. <laughs> <laughs> I can see this is gonna be a long podcast, what? man. What? When, when, have, when, have, when have white people ever ever talked about another race as inferior? So, Bilal. Yeah. Well, we'll leave Omar for a moment. Um, I'm joking. Look, so as you said, look, because I'm generally, uh, you know, joking aside, I do want to know, like, what is the issue with Muslim dating? Because, I mean, we touched upon English people, right? I've got a mate who's a revert, divorcee. He's trying to go through the whole marriage process now. He's got a previous family, obviously, which uh, he's obviously having problems with every time he meets a girl. You know, oh, you've got kids already. Oh, you're, you know, it's is a big issue for not just 
Asians because as Muslims we're multicultural right so um, it's not just for Arabs or, or black people it seems that anybody in the Muslim context um, who approaches this subject finds it very difficult because we all culturally are very different so for instance in this guy's situation he found it very difficult to do the whole biscuits and tea let's just have a 10 minute meeting call him back next week right are you proposing to my daughter you know that kind of thing he was like whoa you know what and he doesn't see it as an Islamic issue he thinks that's a cultural issue and that they should be allowed to have more time and etc etc but a lot of people try to justify these things through do you know what I mean the fact well, that I think a lot of people know. are so scared of mm. Muslim dating becoming like normal mainstream right. dating right. but by two people who happen to be Muslims right. they're so right. terrified right. of that yeah. Yeah. because obviously there are religious positions about it people are so terrified of that that they sort of overcompensate and go it's 10 minutes and it's like TikTok, TikTok. Is, mm-hmm. it, is it a yes or a no <laughs> people spend longer buying a car than picking a spouse you know <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, I can only I can't speak about it to yeah. the level of your friend. I'm 25. I'm not. I've I've not been close to getting married or anything like that. I'm very much on the apps. Well, that, again, You're on the apps. <laughs> yeah. But the purpose of the apps is for marriage, brother. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you go on the Tinder. <laughs> We are not on the Tinder for a reason, alhamdulillah. But we are on Facebook right now, guys. So join us. <laughs> you like that? You like how I did that? Good segue. Good thing. <laughs> but we are obviously live on Facebook, guys. So join in with your conversation. Join in with the conversation. Join in with your comments and questions. We'll try and get them across. It depends how much space and time we get in between this madness. But um, but yeah, look, look. Going back to the subject matter, as I say, yeah. so. Your parents matchmakers because they obviously are heavily sort involved. Sort of. I mean, it's not the like community. their job, but it's yeah. But people yeah. say they have an insight. They yeah. have an insight. Mm-hmm. Um, and similarly for yourself, then Omar, like, uh, what experience do you have of this subject matter whereby <laughs> you can, uh, you know, we can help educate the masses? What a diplomatic way to ask the question. <laughs> what experience do I have? Um, yeah. I've I've tried out the apps and I I hated them. But what are the apps? What are the apps? Because many people might be thinking, well, so, what are you talking so about? So I, I, mean, I don't want to like endorse or attack one or the other. So yeah, I'm yeah. not going to name any apps right, right, because right, it's right. not about a particular app. But we're talking whole... about Muslims have created, just like any other dating um, kind of business, mm-hmm. like they've created apps on your phone where you can literally put your profiles on it and everything else and check other people's profiles and find a match and then go for a little meeting. Yeah. And, and my this is my personal yeah. feeling, yeah. is that that's just a really weird unromantic psychopathic way to meet someone like no one wants to tell their children oh how did you and mummy meet well i swiped like that's just ridiculous that's ridiculous that's I kind of i don't think it's the nicest thing but at the same time i do think it's positive that the option is there you know because people could have met their husbands and wives on it and for them it's probably great you know, I don't think it's completely negative. I do understand. I mean, I don't really like them that much. But I mean, it's, okay. But, but how, how? Even if I was an atheist yeah. and I wanted to fall in love with another atheist, and yeah. we could just sit in bed and read Richard Dawkins books yeah. all night, right? Even if that was my idea of love, yeah, I wouldn't want to meet someone online in such a fake way as going, okay, picture, witty comment. That's, you, that's not romance. True, true. But do that's you not weird. think do that's you, really weird? Do you not think it's just? a formality for the initial stages to get to meet people without the context of, like you say, meeting in the bar or any kind of free mixing That's situation. A fair point. That's right. a fair point. And there's two things there. First of all, I would suggest yeah. that meeting someone in such a fake, weird, yeah. reductive way 
yeah. infects the physical meeting afterwards. Right. Because right, you've right. started something in such a fake fronting, engineered way. Yeah. And things be- continue as they begin a lot of the time in situations. And then you've and the second point is you mentioned free mixing there. Yeah. As if like there's this thing as if you open the Quran and it's just verse after verse after verse <laughs> saying you will not free mix. <laughs> and as if you read about the Sahaba, the, yeah. you know, the Prophet's companions and his family, as if like they never went anywhere near someone of the opposite gender, which yeah. is just not the case. It's just mm. not the case. Mm-hmm. So that's the root of the problem I think, mm. is that more religious Muslims grow up not really knowing how to talk to the opposite sex a lot of the time. That's an interesting point you bring up because I've had this conversation with a lot of reverts especially whereby they feel that we're blurring the lines, as you say, between um, culture and religion. God bless the reverts. Over segregating things, over kind of like, and in fact, what happens in turn, they believe, is that creates more perverse kind of uh, approaches to relationships. Because look at the societies who have actually done that. Look at for example, yeah. Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. without making this into a commentary on Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Look at Saudi Arabia, where they've actually said, the only way to preserve the purity of society is to put an electric fence between every man and every woman. If you go anywhere near it, 2,000 volts, you're dead. <laughs> Allah Akbar. Yeah? And, <laughs> and that's their idea of a society. Yeah. And do you know what, mate? If you, I, I've, I am yet to meet a Saudi who's willing to show me his browser history. <laughs> because... Who have you been asking? <laughs> That's what I say to Saudis whenever I meet them. People <laughs> are like, oh, it's Saudi. Show me I, think, <laughs> I know what Omar means about yeah. them being kind of negative, but at the same time, I try and think in terms of, if you look at other people's situations, for me and you, doing comedy and stuff, mm-hmm. we're very lucky we get to meet lots of people. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is in that situation. If you work in an office job, where there's not that many people around, you don't get that. If you're nine to five, where do you get the chance to meet people? So I think it could well, be... The, the street... The, sta- the street how, the, the how are you going to do Starbucks that Starbucks or, or another coffee chain yeah um, like Omar's that bloke just literally walking up to everybody on the street exactly. saying hi can I meet you no please? but here's yeah. the thing is, is there a way this is the thing is, is yeah. there a way for an observant Muslim because really we're talking about mm. observant Muslims yeah, we're not talking about people who are culturally Muslim we're not talking mm. about people who have a Muslim name practicing and get really yeah. angry you know if someone says something about Islam but actually you know, it's about, I'm, I'm not talking about Muslim heritage because yeah. if you've got Muslim heritage you really don't really have to live that differently to anybody else we're talking about actual practicing muslims people who treat it as a religion yeah. now if there is there a way for yeah. an observant muslim guy and an observant muslim girl to meet mm-hmm. without anyone being disrespectful to anyone mm-hmm. without anyone uh running away because it's uh haram and without an app but that's what i mean that's why the app might be positive because it gives them a chance to meet hmm. where well, they might not, not allowed to before. To, what, yeah. No, no, but where you see what you're saying in a coffee shop. Well, where do non-Muslims meet who don't meet on apps? Or do they? Or is just everyone meeting on apps now? And I'm an old well, man. Actually, is you know what? No, it's, it's funny actually because you say that because I think a lot of people are because like you and I, we have this. Sorry, um. I have this mindset whereby I find maybe as it's a little bit desperate. It's a little bit, you know, um, you know, almost my ego feels a little bit offended. I can't meet somebody just <laughs> normally, like you know, in everyday life. Like you say, I've got to be that bloke in the dark room and on a computer, like, ooh, you know, like, <laughs> so, um, hello, hello. I've never swiped harder than when I saw your face. Am I being romantic yet? Is it working like this? The stigmas which come. I love it for this swipe. <laughs> like. But yeah, so you're getting the point, right? And however, when speaking to my non-Muslim friends, they're all on it now. They're all on it. They're like, yeah, man, it's the easiest way to meet people. But are and- they looking for the same thing that an observant <coughs> is looking for? 
Well, even because if they're surely, not, surely we're meant to be looking for some kind of spiritual mm. attraction that it's that it's our destiny deep to share our yeah. life with this person. And I'm not saying that only Muslims feel that way. Yeah. But for example, that's not my understanding of Tinder, right? <laughs> 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 well, no, in t- but at the same time as that, though, it doesn't mean that those chance meetings, whether, as you say, like they're purely for the dating purposes or not, haven't amounted to real relationships for non-Muslim people. So similarly, if we use it in the more Islamic manner, whereby, as you said, it's just a, a means or a platform to meet somebody, then as long as we use it in that way rather mm-hmm. than an opportunity to so are oats you know like um then i suppose it is a, a benefit because like mm. we're saying is the matchmaking thing dead i mean are people finding it really difficult to go down this arranged marriage route of you know aunties and uncles hooking you up with a chance but again with that's somebody? a cultural thing you know where you know where where, where in the i don't want to sound like one of these annoying people who turn up on news night but like mm. where in the quran does it say yeah. you have to meet someone through your auntie where because it doesn't no, you're right, you're right. So, you're I right. the root of the issue, we wouldn't need all these apps, we wouldn't need anything mm-hmm. if we could just have communities where... But I mean, oh, so what is wrong with that, though? Let's address, what is wrong with the matchmaking okay. way? Is there something wrong with well, it? I th- well, I think for us to be automatically talking about it yeah. with the word Muslim behind our yeah, heads yeah, yeah. is already putting culture and religion together, which right. I think is, right, is right. a problem, okay. you know, with the best word in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't want to sound like... Well, look, I'm, I don't want to sound know, like a reformist. Look, I'm going to use my example as... Because mm. like we said, we can only go off our own experiences, right? So I was married for 10 years. Uh, I'm divorced now. Um, so I'm back on this single route and avenue of like, how do I get remarried then, right? Um... I met my uh, ex-wife through um, family, so down the more traditional matchmaking route. Um, we probably had three, four kind of like meetings and her dad was quite like, all right, so what's the deal now? Are you interested in marriage? So that's where we have the engagement periods, right? Whereby you're committed, but unlike say maybe some of our Sunni brothers who straight and just go in doing the car, um, it allows us to, I suppose, because some people abuse that as well then in terms of people use the engagement period almost like a dating period and then you just hear them, oh, another so engagement broke, another engagement just broke. Just explain the engagement period and the, and the, the sectarian So the So the engagement period being that you you effectively, well, the word mutar now, right? Um, you effectively are doing a temporary marriage for a period of. Um, so it's in a contractual agreement we're going to be engaged for 10 months um, whereby we'll then have our nikah ceremony at the end of that. So that allows you to obviously... And is the marriage <clears throat> consummated? No, the so that's the okay. point. It's not consummated so that's just in a, that that's time. Just an engagement, However, isn't it? you're able to if you wish and many people do. Ooh, you see what I'm saying? And this the is where the dark silly. Right? And therefore there's sometimes an <laughs> abuse. There's an abuse of even that process whereby people are meeting mm-hmm. under the guise of, you know, we're going to get married. But really in their mind is like, I'm only checking out the scene. They think I'm in it to the end, but the, really ma- the mind of the guy really might sad. be that, you know, this is the only way I'm going to be allowed to meet with this girl. Otherwise, I'm basically forced to make a decision after three or four That's meetings. Really mm. That's really sad. I didn't really know sad. that was a thing. Um, I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know it was being abused in that way that's oh, definitely, definitely. That's what and then, I mean what's, what's wrong mm. with just having an engagement period where mm. um, they're not married so mm. they're still behaving but then, it's, but then, but then you're not <clears throat> mahram to each other you can't even have yeah, a conversation you, right apparently right? no but here's the point who says you can't have a conversation in public who mm. says mm. who says mm. 
Can you tell me who said this? Bro, find me the guy. I, I'm not going to give no fatwas today, right? Me, can but someone yeah. please find me no, the guy? I get your point. Can someone please find me the guy who said men and women are not allowed to talk to each other with the sincere intention of exploring marriage in public, in daylight hours, Yeah. you know, without physical contact, without chirpsing, without... Like, like what... Where's this man who said this? I'm yet to meet someone who could actually pin pin this down. But then the problem is, is like we say, that is the practice of everybody. So we need to right? change the practice then. How do we do we that? Need to, we need to we need to realize that our religion is is broad and it's easy and and it's and it's adaptable hmm. and it survived 1400 years from you know from 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 China to Spain. Right. It has survived 1400 years not by listening to the aunties and the uncles but by having you know sincere sincere spirituality yeah. that can adapt to conditions yeah and that's not the same as saying well those who deeds are very problematic so i think we need to delete them because we need a british islam i'm not saying that yeah, i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. you can be sincere and traditional and orthodox and real and authentic mm. and 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 live in the real world <laughs> because all of this is making it harder and harder and harder for people to have wholesome spiritual completely, relationships completely. and you can see what happens happens you can see what happens you know let me you know playing devil's advocate what happens what happens well how many muslims you know do you know what i'm not suggesting anyone does this stand Mm. outside the strip club on a friday night and see how many (laughs) brothers come in and out now you know what bro i'm i'm gonna have to be very like honest about this because ultimately there would be no point in doing this otherwise you're right man i've been on ziarat trips where married men are having temporary marriages with other women whilst their wives are at home, justifying it under the laws of Islam. Do you see what I'm saying, right? I've met guys who have multiple wives whereby they don't have to fulfill any conditions to the first wife because they use Islam as their... Vi- and so similarly, when we come back to the Muslim dating scene, it's like loopholes. They want to find, okay, what's justifiable, what's not justifiable. And as I say, you know, they just play a game. It's about intention. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're Mm -hmm. doing something because you want a bit of action, Mm -hmm. but you want to get a man in a turban with a beard to gazump it for you so you can feel good about yourself, then who are you kidding? You know? But then the flip side, maybe the reason why we have all this family interference and kind of family control and everything else is to protect the individuals involved because on the other side of things especially when you have people who are coming into a second marriage who have been divorced and stuff like that who are a lot older maybe there's less kind of uh kind of input from the wider family when you've got a young girl who's 20 and stuff the dad's on it like you know he's not he's not letting her out <laughs> the house from my yeah. <laughs> yeah. literally like you know you have to go everything through the father whereas like i say when i've met people who in their 40s who are doing this often for instance they find the woman keeps the guy quiet, let's say, from the rest of the family because they're not sure. They don't want to rock the boat. They've got children they need to think about, you know, extended family to think about. So let's just keep it between us for the time being. And then what happens, as I say, that guy thinks he's in a serious relationship working towards marriage. Next thing you know, he's been dumped. He's been emotionally attached to her. He's now, you know, as I say, you and know. all he's done is he's paid for 20 dinners. Exactly. Exactly. I've met so many blokes like that. And the <laughs> funny... Pull out, just going, was that sexist? Was that sexist? <laughs> <laughs> Can someone tell us, please? Help, help. In this particular example, yeah. she may have paid yeah. for 20 dinners. You get the point in that, you know. And this guy specifically, <laughs> like I say, yeah. he was an English guy. So a lot of now his hang-ups are, they literally probably rejected me because I wasn't Asian, you know. 
mm-hmm. she had her fun with me and now it's like you know and this is serious business and this is i was i was doing a stand-up gig a mm. couple of weeks ago and it was a muslim gig yeah um and uh, and I, I was just riffing. I was just riffing. I started talking about racism amongst Arabs in particular. Yeah. Uh, but you could apply it to a lot of you know Muslim communities. Yeah. And I said, how many people in this room would would let their daughter marry Hazrat Bilal if he was alive? And I said Hazrat because it was an Asian audience. And the whole room just went. Just three hundred people just went. So. Really. Yeah. See, <laughs> this is the thing we go on about how you know you oh yeah Islam's so universal. And, you know, racism is this evil Western invention, and you know. But do you know what? You know how? But, but this how is, many people? How many people say to their kids, "I don't care what nationality or what ethnicity oh, yeah. your spouse is. I just want someone who's a good person." Well, let's, how many let's, people say that? Let's, let's ask Bilal that question. Then I mean, going yeah, from you've your been very parents, quiet, Billy. It's going hard, from your parents. It's difficult to. Uh, do you find this anything? is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you find do you find yes from like your parents experience and stuff that mm-hmm. a lot of families have these objections around race yeah, massively. and culture i mean the we have a bit of it's not i think it's a lot more of an indian maybe a hindu thing but right. the caste thing yeah. as well as an issue so if you're yeah. talking about tell me about this caste thing. Well, oh bro that, yeah yeah see that. i wanted to know if the arabs uh, have anything similar egyptians they must be well we're um, not proper arabs in egypt we are pharaohs of course I mean, we did the pyramids you know, great <laughs> stuff great stuff yeah um i think like proper arabs like gulf arabs they've got tribes yeah so I, I don't know if that translates exactly but like what Bilal's saying is like for instance I had um, this uh, Pakistani couple right so one was from a slightly higher caste than the other and that's mm-hmm. obviously inherited from the Hindu and Indian um, kind of cultures and stuff and whatnot um, but there's no issues of madhab they're both the same type of Muslim so it's easy for them to have kids and you know agree on things principally but just purely because the guy was from a lower caste they had to elope. Mm-hmm. The whole family was going to kill him. Oh. Like, you know, they were going on like honor killing style Like, do you know oh. what I mean? That extreme. They had to run away, you know, like, and elope in a like random village somewhere in the other part. The point is, this is in today's setting. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, in I mean, England. You're, you're talking about There's loads of people like that. being too racist to let some, someone let their daughter marry a black guy. There's, there's that problem. Mm. You can be the wrong type of brown. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Or even like I say, they're the same kind of it's brown. All, it's you just know what? The cast. I'm, I'm very, very lucky with my parents. I think, I think they used to be very, I guess, Pakistani. Mm-hmm. I think they got involved with the little mosque I mentioned before, and I think yeah. that made them sort of more, more Muslim, if if right. that makes sense, a bit more religious, over cultural. Mm-hmm. So I've never had this stuff. Right. Right. Um, we've we've not had these pressures on us. Mm-hmm. But I definitely know a lot of the, a lot of people that my parents know and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a big problem, mm. but it's mm. just all it's a lack of education, isn't it? It's I don't know, I don't know how you get rid of this. I guess more Islam, more like Islam. It, like with my parents in that in that sense, you know what I mean? The solution to everything, more Islam. Well, that was that for 2017. It's it's looking worried, bro. It's looking worried. No, but it's it, a th- difficult. It's hard to explain, but mm. yeah. That I mean that so I'm I'm lucky with that that I so I've not grown up with that thing I don't have a judgmental thing right right and I don't I don't judge I'm mm. very lucky but I know loads of people that do yeah. you know uh, Omar is a similar thing like uh, you He's know very racist. Ken- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, but, but honestly speaking, He's like, you're, 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 you
Would your family have uh, an issue? And I'm not saying per se your parents specifically, but even like, um, you know, people worry that, you know, when I then try man, and bring man, my, my sister, new partner to my the community. married to a white guy, bro. Okay. That ship sailed. <laughs> Is he Muslim? Yeah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. What? And it's uh, all smooth, set, everything cool? No issues? Just yeah. like son-in-law, like anybody else? Like, yeah, it seems all right. Yeah? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you're blessed as well then, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you're not okay. convinced, are you? <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> what? All right, I believe you. Well, look, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look, I mean, because ultimately, um, what, what we're talking about here, Muslim dating, right? Even the word dating almost makes it an oxymoron for people because they think, like we say, dating connotes all the typical non-Muslim stuff, right? So even the idea of Muslim dating, I've heard people say, you can't do that. There's no such thing as Muslim dating. Because in their head, dating is going out for dinner and drinks mm-hmm. and then, you know, Exactly, exactly. And so, like we say, if... Both of you are fortunate enough that you don't have these issues. For instance, how do you foresee yourselves getting married? Um, do you think it would just be through a chance meeting off your own? You'll find a person yourself, introduce them to your family, and your family will be like, yeah, cool, that's all good. As long as you're happy, we're happy. Or do you think you would have some more uh, kind of guidelines or restrictions around what they would be happy with? Are you it's completely very hard open? to say, because it's not happened, hmm. but... But what I do you, think what do you dream of when you close your eyes and you go imagine? Because I remember when I was... <laughs> <laughs> when you think of the one, how are you going to find her, Billy? Because <laughs> I remember when I was your, your age, like, mm-hmm. my parents categorically were like, you know, oh, I would really like it if you married someone who spoke my grandmother's mother tongue, you know? Like, who cares? Because they won't With be able to speak to uncles and aunties. Your great-grandmother's like... <laughs> mother tongue. They're a more important thing. Well, no, entirely, that's right? That's not too yeah. bad. I'd say that's mm-hmm. you can kind of understand if you have I don't know let's say you have parents whose English isn't very good yep. you can understand wanting a wife who can communicate with them but is it if, if we live in this country you know sorry to say this but we've got to be crude about you it about you know very right wing no, no 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 I, I was gonna <laughs> you live in this country there's no room for Islam we're changing that to the British vibe <laughs> no. your name's Dave you're Dave. <laughs> I'm Barry. <laughs> Mate. No, more, more in the context. <laughs> We've got to keep apologising, innit? No, no. More in the sense that um, I've lost my train. <laughs> so, what I meant... You were going to say people should learn English if they live in this No, country. no, no, no. Not even well, that. Not even that. What I was going to say is that it's probably even worse now after this big gap. It's all built up. They should learn but... English and embrace Judeo-Christian values. <laughs> <laughs> Parents are obviously elderly, you know, they're not going to be here forever. So to pick a wife you're going to spend 50, 60 years with on the basis that for five, 10 years, they're going to have to speak a language with people who you're not going to see every day necessarily, but at random family occasions. Is that really a premise to kind of like enforce on somebody? Mm. You know, is it really merited? Is it, does it have I know what you value? mean. I'm just trying to see it from their perspective and I'm just ah, trying okay. not to think of, not dismiss it. Right. Fair play, fair play, fair play, fair play. No, 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 I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. It's not okay. personally something I don't think I would do. It's not language, isn't it, thing. Mm-hmm. But I have the, you know, I have the benefit of uh, I've been born in Britain. I've always been mm-hmm. there. Right? It's very different for me. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So I have all of those You don't know mm-hmm. people who are born in Britain who have some of those issues thrust upon them? Maybe, but I mean, if you're someone who's come over 
when you're a teenager or something, maybe it's more difficult. I'm just saying, I think it's important with this stuff to try and see it on an individual basis rather than looking at whole groups because everyone has their own situation, you know? That's why I'm trying, I'm not trying to really defend these apps and, and things. I think they have their problems. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think if they can do good and if people can actually meet each other off them, mm-hmm. if people have trouble meeting people, you know, mm-hmm. like... Like I said, I'm very lucky with comedy. Like mm. when I've had before, before no, it's the before, second time you've said no. Do you, do you have, the girls are just throwing themselves at him, man. Do you have Muslim groupies? You know, we are very lucky. We, I'm not. We get, okay, I'm looking a, Welsh telly. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just means sheep, bro. That's all he gets oh! to. Me. <laughs> I didn't oh tell him to say that. I didn't say what that. I mean is, when I so I've had before being a professional comic, I had yeah. stuff in call centers and places like yeah, that horrible yeah. jobs where yeah it is all week and you mm. don't get a chance to meet people and mm. i think there's people who imagine being in that situation imagine being particularly shy as well and mm. you can't go up to people in starbucks or whatever then it's what other option do you have this i'm saying tough, you've, you've either think. got the the auntie route or you've got the apps and as i say i i do understand what you're saying but mm. because I work like yourselves in the very people person social environments whereby you get to meet different people all the time and I'm still two years single and haven't hey, met somebody right why? it's difficult bro it's I difficult think, I man think we need to get an AFA. <laughs> <laughs> right we've had a slight change in topic today ladies and gentlemen hook me up what kind of dowry range are we dealing with it could be like an auction <laughs> <laughs> But like I say, you know, it's it is genuinely difficult, and I'm not a shy person. Um, as I said, it's just a case of we've been taught for years and years and years that you're supposed to keep distance from women mm-hmm. and not have you know conversations around things which aren't um, you know uh, which are you know world affairs, if you like, you but, know, but, like. But do you know what, mate? This only applies to Muslim women. Like, all these guys who like, mm-hmm. oh, look, a hijabi, lower the goats, yeah, 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 look yeah. away, oh yeah. my God, I just saw a toe. They never do that with non-Muslim women. Mm. No, you're they never right. do that at the checkout right. in Tesco. Right. Oh, sorry, right. I can't look at you, Stacey. Just, just, <laughs> just, just, just beep it. Just beep it and tell me, just here's my money. <laughs> so all this, all this, all this stuff about really lowering the, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's really ridiculous. This is all just, just showmanship. Hmm. This is all just performative hmm. religiosity. Hmm. It really is. It really is. And don't you find that it then also leads to the issue that a lot of these guys don't know how to treat a woman properly then in terms of respectfully and everything mm. else. Well, if like... it's in your head that it's wrong that you're making eye contact with a female, mm. then if that's in your head, if that's your starting point, mm. then it probably is going to be quite difficult to mm. talk to her in a normal mm. way. Because and you over-sexualise the person and make them not a human then, yeah. you know, it's like... You just, it's a normal person. She mm. might, you know, she might have an annoying voice. She might have a lazy eye. She might be... Whatever. <laughs> She's just a normal person rather than this sort of like um, the mirage of womanhood, the divine feminine that you are not allowed to look at. Like yeah, that yeah, just yeah. makes it into a bigger deal. Mm. It's like a, forb- a forbidden fruit kind of thing. Forbidden like, fruit. Like, well, really, Go on below. Just, yeah, I think it's important. Go on. I think it's important to say we're obviously all guys here mm-hmm. talking about our experiences on things all different levels of our lives and all of that. Um very different for women yeah obviously mm-hmm. what i've found because uh, i'm doing i'm working on some stuff around muslim dating in general what i've found is speaking to women about their experiences it's pretty much always the same thing right lots of creepy guys yeah. now we don't have this problem yeah. we might be asked an awkward thing i might get asked what my cast is or something like that yeah. i might get asked if my parents are okay with me doing comedy which is annoying yeah. stuff how, like that how much money, how much money i make or, you know that is not as bad mm. as perverts messaging you basically mm. which a lot of 
women mm. have to go through. Mm-hmm. Not just Muslim. It's just it's just like a universal thing no, <laughs> that yeah, men yeah. are always creepy. Mm. And why, so why, we have to why, think about that. Why do you think that is as well? Why are men, why are men creepy? more so men? <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like, you know, why is this? How long have we got? <laughs> <laughs> but like, as in, as you say, because I've experienced the same thing whereby a guy's frustration might just be, I'm not finding the right type of girl. Whereas a girl's frustration is like, I can't rid- get rid of this creepy guy now because I just had one conversation with him on some app. That's you know? really sad. Mm. Especially on a Muslim app, that's yeah, the whole yeah. point of it. Yeah, Why are yeah. you on that? Yeah, exactly. And well, well, and I think mm. that's the issue as well. Is when we say Muslim dating, let's put the app issue to one side. Mm. Is it? Is are you on a Muslim dating platform or whatever? Mm. Because you want to have this sort of deep spiritual connection with someone that you have the same, you know, faith and yeah. all of this, or is it just that? Well, I have to marry a Muslim because I'm a Muslim in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. those are two very different things mm-hmm. you know it's all like you said before everything is about intention mm-hmm. depends why you're on that app <laughs> you know the, mm. it's all it all comes from there really mm. 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 Well, I mean what would someone's intention be to, to go on a Muslim app because like you say if you wanted to just have some fun and do things un-Islamically you just go do it like, and you don't need to put yourself on a Muslim app well, but why is, do you think people do argument. well this is one of my arguments for us saying that it's not the end of the world mm. if Muslims of the opposite sex talk to each other yeah, yeah. in a public, in a respectful way. Yeah, because yeah. you would hope yeah. that if someone just wants to do bad things, mm-hmm. then they wouldn't particularly care about the religion of yeah. the person they're doing it yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I would hope, but maybe that's a bit theoretical. You know, it's unfortunately, it seems a bit idealistic because, like maybe. I say, it maybe. seems that people are still kind of like. Um, they're still worried about the uh, community and you know wider you know public talking about what they get up to. So they're more happy to abuse the women within our community via these Muslim apps to seem as if they're treading within the boundaries. But as I say, they're just utilizing it to abuse it. Um, so yeah, it is a shame. And uh, as I said, like I've experienced both sides of it now. I've had a marriage through uh, a range format where I feel that maybe we were too young didn't get enough time to get to know each other and therefore committed to something which we weren't ready for. You know, all of these issues start coming into it as well because we haven't even talked about, for instance, successful marriages. How many people have successful marriages? That's a boring podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to know about that. Fatma and Ahmed are happily married. They have three children. It's very healthy. No one wants to hear about that. We want the goss. (laughs) So what is the goss then? Like... How many successful marriages are we having through the arranged form? And how many are we having through the modern forms? You know, like, uh, is uh, there any kind of... Statistically, the yeah. arranged tend to last longer. Really? Yeah. That's, like quite a lot. That's, that's very I think that's to do with attitudes towards marriage. Maybe they, maybe people that have been introduced to each other respect it a lot more. Right. Maybe. Right. Obviously, this is kind of generalising, you know, but... Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think that, I mean, also we have the problem of how you were talking about your friend or, yeah, yeah. you know, that's been divorced or whatever, yeah. um, the way pe- divorcees are treated, like, yeah. you know, I mean, it, you're saying it's tough for men, people don't want to know about women that's been divorced, yeah, unfortunately, we, we it's really, gone, seen yeah. as and that's that, one of the real tragedies, it's seen what? as terrible, and mm. it's, you know, it's, one of my, yeah. one of my friends sent me a link to a website, um, I won't name it, but it's for people who want to have second wives. Right. And I'm not making this up. This isn't comedy. Yeah. The slogan is bigger, happier families. 
Wow. <laughs> and then, and then in the description, it says, we felt that polygamy was a sunnah that needed to be revived. Right. And I just wow. thought, if you're so into reviving sunnahs to do yeah. with marriage, there are more important sunnahs. Mm. Marry a widow, marry someone 15 years older than you, marry a Christian, marry a Jew. How many people hear about the Prophet Sallallahu Jewish wife? How many people talk about that? You're, you right, know? you're right, you're right. And he defended her against anti-Semitism. People were anti-Semitic about it, and he defended against anti So there are so many more important things to do. Well, that's than, an interesting... Than, than just saying, yes, yes, well, polygamy is sunnah, so come on, you know, assemble Well, the it's women. just it's picking and choosing, isn't it? Yeah. It's guys that yeah. want to do that, yeah. and they call it, they say it's sunnah, so we can yeah. do it. It's, mm -hmm. It happens with everything. Everyone yeah. does it. You know, it's not a Muslim picks, problem. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone will take an ideological thing and mix, do whatever they want with it to do what they want. Yeah. Well, I, th I think that, uh, it's important, though, what you brought up, uh, Omar, in the sense that People who view it like that, whereby, you know, they're trying to revive the sunnah and stuff. When you mention, for instance, the prophet's wife, who is Jewish, did she remain Jewish? Do you know, like throughout her life, I'm did she become sure, Muslim? I'm not sure. But even if we just say ethnically Jewish, yeah, let's yeah. just work okay. on it at that yeah, level. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, That's yeah. enough to say there's a sunnah for you to go for. Maybe, because, you know? uh, again, or the widow thing or the widow thing or an older woman, you know, how many girls get to a certain age and, you know, because like, I mean, you know, it's. It's a point that uh, of contention for some Muslims, whereby if they were to marry somebody of Ahlul Kitab, um, you know, but wasn't a practicing Muslim, even though Islamically we're technically allowed to, right? That's shunned as well. But here's the thing: I know some sheikhs who have said that it's, it's sometimes it's preferable to marry yeah. someone who is a Muslim because through that relationship you can share your spirituality with them and you can actually bring them to something. Okay, you know? And okay. historically, that was a big thing. Historically, yeah. the people who married, you know, Christians and Jews, they weren't like, you know, the people we were ashamed of. They yeah, were the yeah, people yeah. who believed in multicultural societies mm -hmm. that Muslims had long before mm -hmm. any of the diversity consultants rocked up at the home office and said, let's talk about multi multiculturalism. We had that, you know. But that's my point there. If we had more of a... But now we view the religion, as, sorry to interrupt, yeah, but yeah, now no, no. the religion's become a tribe. Yeah. The religion has become an identity. Well, exactly. It's not something that we share with people. It's something that we keep and say, exactly. well, we're superior because mm. you know we're named after these amazing people that we read about in books that we share none of the characteristics of mm -hmm. and we can't dilute our, our holiness by by going anywhere near anyone else because otherwise if we were more open and thinking down the the lines of what we're talking whereby you know it's a, a very open religion that wants to share and integrate and learn from one another we shouldn't really have a problem because we're living in a christian country where we should find so many opportunities to meet people then because you're not restricted to just the muslim down the road you know what i mean yeah. like yeah but why do we have this problem because, because the like religion's become a tribe because it's true because we think and i'm just speaking i don't want to be like <coughs> too much of a self-hating yeah. muslim here but we sometimes talk and think like just because we have this label called muslim yeah that we have this sort of magical status and that's that's something to aspire to you know mm. that's something to earn yeah that's yeah. not something you get for free at mm. birth because mm. of the name your parents gave you yeah indeed you know? that's something you you work to and and the you know the the bar is set higher for us yeah you know the bar is set higher for us and mm. for anyone who's who's inherited uh, you know a, a divine tradition that goes back all through humanity anyone who's inherited that from their parents mm -hmm. that you need to raise your game mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. you need to raise your game the Preach, person <laughs> <laughs> i'm liking it no no it's true because you've got no yeah. excuses yeah you know yeah. someone who was brought up you know without any sense of spirituality mm -hmm. they've got excuses mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. people people who googled you know 
you know, does God exist? And all they saw was Richard Dawkins yeah. lectures, yeah. you know, and people applauding. Yeah. They've got an excuse. Hmm. We, we've, we've got less excuses, really. We really have. Interesting, interesting. Well, look, we've got some questions for you as well now, right? <laughs> so let's, let's see what people have got to say. Um, so look, first question I'll put to you, right. Mm-hmm. Do you think difference of opinion between generations about interaction with the opposite gender could be harmful to family ties? Who wants to take that one? What, what do we you... kind of talk about that? Different, so... So I suppose, you know, do you think the difference of opinion between generations about interaction with the opposite gender could be harmful to family ties? What do you think that question is getting at? Family ties. Mm. So as in your mum's going to stop talking to you if you talk That's to a girl? I That's Poss- what I thought. Possibly, possibly. Everyone's different, Let's aren't they? Every, everyone, some people have very, very strict parents. Mm. Some are a bit more laid back. Well, look, I know, for instance, my parents, they've started to be a bit more laid back because i'm a divorcee they're thinking like i want grandkids so it's a bit more desperation from their part they're like whatever man just find someone now in it like yeah. have a womb. Go. <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> but no literally because back in the day if i remember um if i was to say to my parents that like, i'm going to meet a girl you know we're going for coffee or whatever they would think that's haram. Whereas now, they're like, you know, oh, is there potential? Do you get what I mean? And they're starting to slowly relax. But that's only because we've been tested a bit. I think also people who've never had any issues like that or, um, they're, as I say, they're very new to the scene or whatever they think. Everyone who is Muslim also, I find, thinks they're entitled to marriage almost. Like, it will definitely happen. That's Do you get what I mean? Because with a non-Muslim, I find, they could be in their late 30s and they could be like, I just haven't met the right person. Whereas with a Muslim person, you're 25, you haven't met someone yet, we just hook I'll you up. I'll grab someone and I'll make them the Do right person. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> exactly. So women feel entitled that they've got to have their Prince Charming who's going to, you know, give them a house and all the security that they need. And when they find a comedian or actor, they're like, I've got a bum deal. Everyone else has got an accountant. What's going on? Um, and No, literally. And that's how they feel. And they start comparing. Close to home, but you don't want us to start crying. Because we haven't gone down the idea of look, the fact that these apps and stuff, you gotta put down your education, you know, yeah. your job and whatnot. So how many people are skipping over your profile because you're you an some, artist? And that tells you something about what Muslims are. That tells you something about what the priorities of our mm. community has mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Right, let's go to another question then, yeah? yeah. Um alright, so so Hema Manzur Khan says, I've been doing research asking young Muslims, in inverted commas, uh, 18 to 25, about relationships, marriage, and 20% said they still expect to get arranged marriages. But of the 80% who don't, about half of them wish their parents would arrange it because of difficulties for looking alone, including apps, etc. Just a fun fact from me since it's supposed to be doing my... Okay, so the point being is that she's saying that even the people who have been trying to find someone off their own means are really struggling. Um, and she's finding that still loads of people between 18 and 25, uh, 20% of people, but it's still a large number, bearing in mind, you know, we're in England and etc. that they are happy to have an arranged marriage and get their parents to hook them up. Uh, are you surprised by any of what she said? or It's not that bad. It mm. depends. I think people, what I've found with... Uh, non-Muslims is they sometimes think that an arranged marriage means a forced marriage which is obviously something we're not allowed to do at all Um, it's not necessarily it's not necessarily that bad if you're introduced to someone and you both get on well yeah 
then it's fine. It's much easier, right? Mm-hmm. So of course. that's and okay. friends do that for friends all the time. Oh, you got to meet this guy. He's perfect for you. So, but the difference being is you don't have your friend then saying after two meetings like you know uh, are you committing now? Or not? And that's you the know? problem. That's, that's, that's I find the pressure problem, thing though. is a big issue. And we need we need to get away from this idea that if a girl is you know seen in public with a guy for yeah. more than two minutes, mm-hmm. suddenly she's doing something wrong. Oh, you know, definitely, we, definitely. So we've got to get away from that. And the obligation is on all of our scholars and all of our community leaders and all of, all of these people who are very, very opinionated about lots of different things. Mm-hmm. They, they, need to, they need to say this. You know, they need to say this. Well, interestingly, obviously, you guys being comedians, uh, how much of uh, this kind of influences your materials and stuff like that? Do you, have you ever touched upon these issues within your, your stand-up? Um, I know, Bilal, uh, you might have more so, but... Um, I'm doing a show about it. <laughs> Love it, baby. Love it. Yeah. Talk to me. Well, okay. It came from... I just mentioned a minute ago how um, non-Muslims see things. I had an audition a little while ago for a show which was basically the the joke it was a par- it was a sketch show comedy thing right. but the joke was that it was Muslims having a forced marriage okay yeah. written by non-Muslims right. didn't make any sense yeah. none of it was realistic yeah but I noticed that that's how people sort of see us hmm. as kind of backwards and you know and a foot like I'm I don't know anyone who's had a forced marriage mm-hmm. luckily out of friends and family or anything yeah. like that so the show's kind of about that and the show is about me using all of these apps and things and trying to get married and right. see how Interesting. that goes. Interesting. Well, going to your forced marriage thing, um, you, you're lucky that you haven't met anyone, but do you acknowledge that there are still a lot of people who are getting pushed into forced marriages in this country? They may not be first, they may not be like, you know, born and bred here, mm-hmm. but because obviously we have a large migrant community which comes from, you know, other cultures and lands, it's still massively apparent that we are having. And also, is there is there a middle ground where it's a coerced marriage? Yes, you know, where it's yeah, like, yeah, you know, this is the right guy. You know? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can, true, yeah. The thing because we remember my... a year ago there was Samia um, Suhaib in um, in Bradford who was it was an honor killing in Pakistan. She was from Bradford. She went to Pakistan and and, and her family killed her, mm. and they have been arrested. Two mm. of her relatives have been arrested. I can only talk from my experiences mm-hmm. of course I don't do you know anyone who's had a forced thing no but I don't really have many Muslim friends <laughs> <laughs> no of course but we have uh, we have plenty of problems yeah. Yeah. You know? and obviously it is a disproportionate thing when you've got like big dramas that do really well about you know particular issues mm. well, we, and it's not representative we were talking about, representative we were talking about the same thing just the other week on the Muslim vibe with uh, the sisters when we were talking about Muslim feminism and stuff like um in that a lot of the narratives which get pushed about us are always these same narratives and therefore it perpetuates the idea and makes you think that it's a larger proportion of people than maybe it is. Um, do you feel that is the case then? That, as I say, like, you know, because between the three of us, um, we don't really know anybody in our circle mm-hmm. who have been forced. I know of people, but my mates, nobody. Well, the game is rigged because the, no one ever said that the media has to reflect reality exactly, mm. especially if we're talking about, you know, um, entertainment and things. Yeah. No one yeah. no one ever says at the beginning of EastEnders, this is an accurate portrayal of the East End of London. <laughs> <laughs> no one says that, you yeah. know? Yeah. No one says in the news, you're about to hear every single thing that has happened in the world in the last 24 hours in detail. No one mm. says that. Mm. So mm. I think the best thing we can do, rather than get into a really sort of academic debates about the nature of the media and all of this yeah. stuff, um, 
you know, unless you want to do a PhD in that, great. But I think the best thing we can do is stuff like this. Mm. So do it yourself. If you think there's a gap, do it yourself, you know? Hmm. I feel a, a bit more empowered now. Yeah. 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 I like yeah that. Empowered. We're doing it, man. Yeah, We're doing it. Let's like. be empowered. <laughs> what does empowered mean? What does empowered mean? <laughs> oh man. Well, look. Okay. You know, coming. Uh, I know we're. You know, time is ticking on. So, feel like. Whilst, you know, we're not here to give solutions to people per se, mm. um, at the same time, you know, we've identified the fact that we're still in this cultural baggage issue of like, you know, prejudice and discrimination and, you know, family interference and community kind of pressures and whatnot. Um, you know, we have moved on a little bit, I feel, from, you know, 20, 30 years ago, our parents' generations, whether you're African, Indian, Arab, whatever, you know, I feel that we are moving in the right directions. But, you know, what would you say to people other than obviously what we've said thus far? You know, what advice can we give to people? Because I suppose young people out there um, will be looking to, you know, especially people who've had some experience. You're asking two comedians to give life advice <laughs> to the <Yeah>. public. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's scary, I know, bro, but you don't want to ask me for advice. Are we that advice, stage? Are we that <laughs> desperate? <laughs> Bilal's taking it seriously, bro. He's Bilal, got advice to give. Give us some advice. I'm thinking, I don't know, it's difficult. I can't, I'm not married. I'm nowhere near being married. Mm. So I can't give any proper solutions. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think be open-minded, you know. Um, have the right intentions. Don't be a pervert on the apps. Yeah, definitely don't be a pervert. And that's really sad. If there are sisters, <laughs> no, it's very if there quite, are sisters yeah. going on Speak these apps to... with good intentions and someone's yeah. going, oh, hello, that's my that's my curvy man thing. <laughs> <laughs> Speaks to people. It seems to be incredibly common, unfortunately. That's really sad. That's really sad. Um, yeah, because again, because how can you police these uh, apps and stuff? It's not like you know the community where. That's why I hate apps. Mm. But what if it was in real life? No one would have the guts to do that. Yeah. So it yeah. goes back to this idea of like free mixing. Where's mm. the word? Like the word free mixing. I haven't seen that in a single hadith. I haven't seen. I haven't seen that in the Quran. What, who who decided that this was a this was a thing? Well, bro, Find me the guy bro, who we, started this. We have a he, masjid. He has a lot to answer for. We have a masjid whereby we don't have a partition between the men and women. Wow. The women You're sit so on one liberal. side. And that we have been ostracized from the rest of the Muslim That's community. That's not a mosque. That's not a mosque. That's a that's a haram club. That's what it should be called. Welcome to the haram club. But literally. We all know how mosques work. The men are in the top, the women are in the basement. That's how mosques are. I don't care if, if you tell lucky, me bro, I don't care if you lucky, tell me yeah. that in the Prophet's mosque there was no electric fence between the men and the women. That was different. And you know the sad thing this is, is the, the people point. who talk most about you know the Salaf and the early Muslims, they're mm. the people who are furthest from it. So that's the tragedy of it. You said it, not me. You know? uh, but you know, <laughs> no, but you're right, because like I said, man, when I did research on mosques in England, I think eighty percent of them didn't have women's facilities. You know, mm. They didn't even have what any. What message are we giving? So, so again, what message are we giving? You know, other than the fact that women are third-class citizens and that they shouldn't be treated as equal to everyone else. I think overall, I think we might be moving in the right direction mm. in terms of the dating stuff because the apps, you know, they might be horrible or whatever in some ways, but they're there now and it's it's only going to get better, isn't it? There's, 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 there's sort of a match, not matchmaking. There's sort of networking events for Muslims that exist. Oh, speed dating Is events. Is that what networking means? Oh yeah. <laughs> have you ever been to one of these Muslim speed dating sister, events, Let me man. give you my business card. I've I have performed. a proposal for you. <laughs> I've done gigs at the, at the match. Really? At the, uh, have you? Networking events, which turned out to be... Wow. Yeah, but that's okay. 
How are they? Uh, what are they like then? Well, I've never been to one of these networking events. It's you know, just people like, chatting. Just people chatting. Yeah. What people? So free no judgment. People free mixing. Oh yeah. It's stuck for a lot. No, but I mean, I think you know, I think I think stuff might be moving in the right direction. There is Muslim speed dating that exists. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wanted to take you with me. Oh yeah, but I couldn't day. make it. I couldn't make Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, there's ones that is like just Pakistani speed dating. I wow. think I can okay. pass. Really, I'm they sure, actually what you. they make culturalize it in terms of like yeah, you know yeah. you have to be Pakistani to go. Yeah, Pakistani girls don't want to uh, don't want to know about. Really, <laughs> but they love Egypt. I've seen them in Sharm El Sheikh. It's like oh, it's so good and it's all halal. They love it. <laughs> there, like yeah, it. but there, but there's there's a lot of these. What happens in I Egypt stays in Egypt, bro. <laughs> what happens in Sharm stays in Sharm. <laughs> For my show, yeah. I've been researching a lot of these. I've had a look at the difference. Especially in London, there's yeah. a lot available. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's yeah, for a certain race and stuff, which right, is a right. shame, I think. But, but like you say, I think steady steps in yeah, that you know, think... at least we've got this far, so now the next step will be to make it all inclusive and open to any Muslim. And I think a lot of it is generational. And I think yeah. the, the the most important thing I think we can do is for the next generation to to have its own indigenous scholarship and it's indigenous leadership right, right you know yeah as long as we're importing stuff from abroad yeah you're always going to have that barrier you mm. know mm. but for that to happen people need to have children and encourage them to mm. become religious scholars rather than doctors and lawyers and accountants mm-hmm. and i don't see that happening in huge numbers <laughs> inshallah maybe as a result of this podcast like maybe. we say look uh, it maybe. seems that at least people are moving forward in terms of like you say they're starting to engage with these platforms and stuff which in a way is beneficial because then at least it takes away some of the extra pressures of family and community and people can think a little bit more for themselves um you know obviously that's still going to exist like we say because we do live in a community but ultimately the more that that happens the more you'll see people going for dates and you won't sit there and think oh my gosh she's cheating on her husband or you know she's or he is uh you know he he's sleeping around or whatever you will think just simply oh it's a Muslim guy, a Muslim woman. They're meeting for whatever reason. You know, it's not our issue. This is the point. It's not my business. You know, we shouldn't be walking around trying to police everyone else's Islam in the first place. Um, the Inquisition is not yeah, a Muslim idea. It didn't it, come from a Muslim country, and we shouldn't try to exactly, do a reenactment of it. Exactly. So, so I think yeah. In general, that that is really helpful. Um, and it's a shame, as we say, that there are so many still um tragic stories we hear of but i'm hoping that they are more kind of just the the minority which are amplified by the fact that it's so shocking um rather than it being more of a, a reflection of the wider community so do you get and I mean? things like the muslim vibe and having these conversations is the and step. and your your stand-up your comedy work your shows and oh, everything else because you're, you're dressing it <laughs> come on man I'm not doing this for the community. I'm doing it for me, bruv. I'm doing it for me. So tell me, what are you doing, Omar? Tell me, what are you doing? Where what can we doing? see you? Where can I do, we well, view you? What, what's I going do, down? I do more, at the moment, I'm doing more TV presenting than stand-up. So I do I do stand-up quite a lot. But mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of presenting. So there's a, uh, a couple of shows uh, on BBC One Wales, if right. we have any viewers in Wales. Um, and also, I'll be on BBC Four next week. Nice. I'll be on BBC Four. I know, I'm too young and brown for BBC4. I'm aware of this. Uh, (laughs) um, BBC4 is a channel for old white people. Uh, (laughs) I'll be on BBC4 on Wednesday at 7.30 if you want to see me basically doing this, but uh, in a different environment. (laughs) Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. And what about yourself, Pilar? Where can we find you, bro? 
Uh, Edinburgh Fringe Festival is the next thing I'm doing for awesome. the entire month of August. Wicked, My show wicked. is about online dating and stuff Sweet. called Biscuit. I want to encourage Muslims to come. Mm. I, I got to do my show at the Soho Theatre, uh, my last show a little while ago, and it was, it was a nice mix of mm. Muslims and non-Muslims, which I like. Mm. I like people coming together. I've done, we've performed at events where it's pretty much just Muslims. Mm. Personally, it's not my favourite thing. I find it a bit weird. Uh, I like the mix, you know? Why is that? <laughs> not to extend Why, is what? Why but, do I find it weird? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what are we doing? Mm. <laughs> What's the point? Like, I don't know, I find it... Here's a question, people. Did you find that your shows were more mixed in the Soho Theatre than they were in Edinburgh? Uh, It was quite similar in Edinburgh, to be honest. It did have a good amount of Muslims in, which was nice. And I like that, and I think Muslims should go to that festival more and experience these things more. Well, there's no point complaining about it being so white if none of us go. Mm. Yeah. So... No one's stopping us. You just, there are no visa requirements to go to Edinburgh. You heard it here, guys. There's no visa requirements <laughs> like, for Edinburgh. There's no immigration checks. No You're not going to be station. taken and hauled off into a security room for 15 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. No, okay. Excellent. So, you know, um, so we can find you at the... Well, I, I do believe that, like, hopefully, um, like you say, like, we're not going to be... Well, I mean, it's like preaching to the converted, isn't it? That's the thing. When you have lo- just Muslim audience or, you know, it's how are we supposed to grow and learn from each other and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff so like yeah so hopefully Muslims and non-Muslims will be encouraged by this uh, and obviously all the other great work that you're doing to come along to your shows I'm sure because we do like to have a laugh as well obviously Muslims Muslims don't laugh Muslims aren't dry no, all the time. Laughter is haram, Akhi. <laughs> laughter is haram. We have, uh, we can only smile. We can smile, but no, no sound. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast entirely. <laughs> <laughs> laughter, haram or halal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, well, look, guys, thank you very much. Oh, also, plug yourself. So, how can we follow you? What's your Instagrams, your Twitters, and everything else? Like, you, you guys, you active first, social media wise? Uh, Twitter, Zaffer Cakes. Uh, website bilalzafracomedy.com uh, I've got stuff happening I'm starting a podcast soon if people like that we should his podcast is going to be so good inshallah it's going to be so good <laughs> there's nothing else like it it's going to be so good it's, I think it's yeah yeah keep an eye out and uh, <laughs> and I'm doing oh, I'm Rogar column in the Guardian on Monday, I think yeah, about just, this just stuff. Call him in the garden. Call him in the garden. Yeah. In the garden yes. Congratulations <laughs> on becoming a good Muslim, because they're the good ones, the ones who write for the Guardian, BBC Four. Okay. Hand the hand the hand the hand. But no, if, if you if you Slam. you want to give your stuff, but if you like us, just yeah, follow. Keep an eye out. We're up to all sorts of stuff. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Anything you want to add to that? Uh, your social Omar media, Hamdi. Man. Just search for Omar Hamdi. That's all you need yeah. to do, man. And that's Hamdi. What Hamdi. 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 It's ha. It's not H. You put H with dot underneath. You're ha. Well, look, guys. Thank you very <laughs> much. Your you. mouth can't say ha. Because it is not correct mouth. <laughs> you spell it wrong. He's past his bedtime, guys. Past his bedtime. He's getting even further excited. (laughs) Um, Thank you very much, guys, for joining us. I'm just waking up. Uh, Isn't this part one of four? Are we coming back? (laughs) Four. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, you, Muslim Vibe. Listen, we've been the Muslim Vibe podcast. You know what to do. Make sure you follow us, subscribe to us, you know, download the official version of it on SoundCloud, SoundCloud, iTunes, and all that. You know, get the YouTube stuff. We're everywhere, guys. This has been Inayat Kanji with the Muslim Vibe with Omar Hamdi and Bilal Zafar. Thank you very much. Peace and love.